What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? You are now tuned in to episode 46 of the Endgame Grind Podcast, the greatest podcast on this clairvoyant plane of existence and the next. I'm your host, Jason. As always, I'm joined by my friend, my homie, a newly married man, uh, officially off the market. Uh, Chris, tell the people what's up. <laughs> I've been off the market for like seven years, homie. <laughs> yeah, but now it's official in the government's eyes. Yeah, it's true. It is official in the government's eyes. How's it feel? Um, I got my first like eight hours of uninterrupted sleep last night. Really? Yeah. Like I, like me and Jamie like laid down and then like she went to bed. I think I was on my phone for like five or six minutes. And I was like, you know what? I'm kind of tired. And I laid down and I actually got sleep. I woke up at like five 30 this morning, made myself some water and I was up for the rest of the day. Damn. Like, uh, I felt refreshed. Um, but yeah, like straight up. Um. Yeah, like I got married and had my first like full eight hours of sleep. You said straight up, and the first thing I could think about was straight up not having a good time, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's funny uh, though, because um, like my dad, I called my dad, or my dad called me, and he's like congratulating me. Uh, and he's like, "Well, it sucks I wasn't able to be there." And I told him, "Well, we're gonna have like a bigger shebang like later in the year, you know, when things." Are a little bit easier to do so and uh he's like so uh did you do any like do you feel any different and i was like i got sleep and he goes did it take getting married to get sleep because i feel like that's going to be the opposite later down the line i was like no no but i guess it was a huge weight off my chest that so is I was a, able to actually get some sleep that's an interesting concept how that uh like i was gonna say older people just people in general think that um you know getting married is kind of like signing away your life right or signing away yeah. any freedom or any happiness you had and it's like you know getting married is optional right yeah like don't like don't and, and then when you get married you're only supposed to get married to somebody you actually like love and fuck with like i i don't understand I, i've never understand that whole that whole perception of like marriage is like the end of somebody's like you know, independent social life or fun. It's like, if you get yeah. married to someone you have fun with, you can keep having fun. I don't understand. It's not a hard concept. That's, yeah, I didn't understand it either, but I mean, it'd be like that. But now, you know, uh, it, well, I forget my man's name. He plays, uh, he's one of the voice actors from Big Mouth, but I saw him on TikTok and he was like, you know, it, it sucks calling people your girlfriend, right? Because people don't take you serious. It's like, you're trying to go on a plane and it's like can my girlfriend come with me but when you're married it's like can my wife board with me yeah it's like get away from my get away from my wife I'm like it's just, it's just hits I different. Want my wife oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, damn you're married now you officially are a chance to rapper yeah I man the guys already gave me shit for it <laughs> I love my wife <laughs> well uh in other news of things we don't love uh microsoft apparently is trying to get their grubby little dirty little greasy little ashy little <laughs> they're trying to get their hands on discord uh <laughs> if you don't know what discord is uh discord is the only thing bringing you this uh podcast every week <laughs> discord is pretty much the number one uh team speak i shouldn't say team speak since it's an actual thing i don't even how would you even describe discord uh, um 
you know, how does better than Skype, better than TeamSpeak, and good lord, better than PSN chat. Okay, so what? How does Google? Uh, Discord is a VoIP instant messaging and digital distribution platform designed for creating communities. User uh, users communicate with voice call, video calls, text messaging, media files, and private chats, or as part of communities called servers. So, I just want to let you guys know, I am. I don't think I've ever been this amped up about a topic since episode one when yeah. uh when it was corona to the players about gamestop trying to cheese uh social distancing guidelines mm-hmm. discord when i tell you has been the absolute like infrastructure of us just being able to keep some sense of normalcy during the pandemic and before uh i don't want that to fall into microsoft's hands I really don't because I don't either. I, I, I know this might seem weird if you listen to these canonically and it's like we are just coming off of a episode where we're talking about uh, Microsoft purchasing Zenimax and Bethesda and how that could potentially be good for them. I can't do that on this one. I, I don't see in any way, shape or form where this would benefit Xbox because it's like <laughs> Somebody on Twitter pointed it out perfectly. This is just them being lazy. You know, you could make your own infrastructure mm-hmm. where it could connect, you know, people on Xbox and people on PC and find a way to conjoin that with Game Pass to make it more appealing. But instead, we might end up, you know, knock on wood that it doesn't happen, but we might end up in a world where Every time you log in the Discord, you're going to be prompted to join, to link your Xbox Live account, to join Xbox Game Pass. And, you know, you're going to have people in your server. They're going to be logging in on their Xbox and shit like that. And it's like, I I can see why they would want it. But I, I see every reason in the world Xbox would want to buy Discord. I don't see any reason Discord would want to sell. And, you know, I was thinking about it. Um, I was talking to Jamie about it because she's like, I feel like Xbox is a bad idea because they're just they're just going to kind of like water down and ruin it. And I agreed with her. And she's like, well, who do you think should get it that would like make sense? And I'm like, is she and we both talked about it. We're like, uh, we don't think they should sell, period. But if like they do have to make money, like if if it is time for someone else to, you know, hold the reins, I wouldn't want it to be Microsoft because they don't really know how to handle uh this kind of service i mean look at skype right look at messenger yeah so and she's like well who do you think and i was like i mean if anyone should do it i feel like it would be amazon amazon's already got twitch twitch integrations already in discord already i feel like amazon knows how to like supply money and then keep their hands out of it I feel like that makes sense. It, I mean, you're right. There's already integration between the two. So now it'd be like, now it's like Discord like it is now. But, you know, instead of there being Nitro, now you have Nitro Prime, like just how you have Twitch Prime. So like if you are a Twitch uh, or if you're an Amazon Prime customer, then every month you get like a free boost and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. that makes sense. 
and Amazon, for the most part, doesn't really run Twitch. They kind of just like added it as an asset and still yeah. let it do its thing. Now, exactly. we, we've gone over that there are some things that need to be fixed over there at Twitch.tv, but that's a conversation for another day. But um, yeah, I, I would be okay with, um, I'd be okay with Amazon. Look, honestly, just not Xbox. Yeah, not Xbox because like or not Microsoft, because when I when I saw Microsoft, the first thing I thought about was when we were trying to play uh, Fantasy Star when it dropped on the Windows store and we were trying to invite each other. And then you and me, for whatever reason, couldn't see each other in our friends list. And we ended up having to go into the Xbox Live for PC and turn off some bullshit setting that we had to go through like seven different drop down menus to get to and turn it off. Like, I I think about that shit. It's like, I don't want that in Discord. Like Discord yeah. is genuinely the only piece of software I use every single day. Like I I I need people to because I know that there's going to be some people who listen to this and don't know what Discord is. I need y'all to. I need, I'm gonna break this down. One afternoon in 2016, which was what was that? Five years ago? Six years ago? Yeah. Me. Chris and a friend of ours, Deuce, were on PlayStation 4 chat. And we were just like, you know what? This fucking sucks. I literally just Googled uh, team chat apps. And the first thing that came up, Discord. This Discord was in its infancy. Yeah. Yeah, they had they didn't even have like the web application yet. You had to do it through the browser. It was a godsend. It was like it, it was basically like the best team speak we had ever used. It was like Skype but for gaming. Was the way we described it to people. And just through the years, it is literally like what has kept us all connected despite us never like no one like me and Chris have never lived in the same city. Nope. Like, honestly, we've never even remotely lived near each other. But we talk every day and there's people in our discord server who come in and play games with us. And, you know, people who we probably genuinely would have never met if it weren't for discord. And, you know, that was before covid so after COVID, people who came in the Discord like every blue moon were semi-regular again. You have yeah. people like my girlfriend who would never come in the Discord damn near in here almost every week. At least once. And then it got to the point where, uh, you know, we were able to watch anime and watch shows with each other in Discord. We were able to game with each other. We are able to basically share pictures and videos like Discord, our Discord server with all of our friends is basically our own personal private curated social media uh, platform. And it's, it's not perfect, but it's fine the way it is. Yeah. And if somebody like Microsoft gets their hands on it, they're going to integrate it for my, they're going to integrate it for Xbox. I, I don't want to be that guy. But I have no choice. I must don the hood of that guy. I don't want nobody in their fucking Xbox screaming in my chat. Yeah, I'm really good. I don't I, I don't want somebody 
on their Xbox with their fucking $25 turtle beaches screaming on Discord. I don't want that. I don't want that. And I know I sound like that guy and I said I didn't want to be that guy, but I, I, I just got to keep it a bean. I, I think Microsoft getting their hands on Discord is a very, very, very bad move. And, um, I don't know. It's, it's bad, but especially cause there's no alternative to discord. Yeah. Again, like the funny thing is we can't really go back. Like right now we're at the pinnacle. This is like, if we went, if we like sold our PCs and went to console, like it wouldn't, it wouldn't make sense. You know, like we can't go back to like PSN chat or team speaker, God forbid Skype. Like yeah. there's nothing that there's no equivalent to discord. That's like lateral, right? Everything else is, is a downgrade. So I, I'm really hoping they don't have to sell. I'm really hoping it's just Microsoft trying to like stir the pot and make people think that they want to buy it. So Discord goes, well, if Discord wants to buy, if Microsoft wants to buy it, like, I really hope that's all it is, just like pot stirring. Because I, I saw somewhere that Discord was privately valued at about $7 billion, mm-hmm. but Microsoft was in talks to buy it for 10 it's like if you're i i don't know that maybe i'm not a business guy so i i don't really understand this but if you're valued at seven billion dollars and you're making good money why sell yeah like like i feel like uh i feel like discord's got a good model you know you can do free um and like we've seen the growth of this like application uh this program from like not you know the original but we've seen damn near close like we've seen so many things get added um the fact that you can do nitro which is like a monthly service to have an upgraded experience um i feel like they're doing i feel like they're doing really well already i feel like they don't need to and here's the thing right like we already talked about uh twitch integration in discord it doesn't just stop with twitch you you can use it with twitch you can integrate youtube you can integrate BattleNet, steam reddit facebook twitter spotify uh github and you can already do xbox live mm-hmm. so are you really going to sell to microsoft to basically just have it be their own proprietary thing i here's the weird thing right anytime something like this happens you kind of become that it kind of becomes one of those weird situations where it's probably the best thing and they have more funding to be able to do things, but there's little incremental things that happen that are blatant reflections of the company that they sold to. For example, once Amazon bought Twitch, you can't get twitch.tv on Roku sticks anymore. Yeah, you know, just little stuff like that. And like, uh, for example, on uh, on Fire Sticks, which is Amazon's uh, streaming device for a long time, there was not a YouTube uh, uh, application. You had to use it through the browser because Mm -hmm. that's a Google thing. You know, stuff like that. Petty stuff like that happens. I don't want to see that shit happen in Discord. Yeah, I I don't want to have to like you know, I I don't know. Like, they're, uh, like the, we could talk all day 
about the potential ways that Microsoft could fuck up, like, literally this gem of a software. Like, genuinely a golden or the holy grail of team chats. Because, listen, this is coming from somebody who played World of Warcraft in 2005 and 2006. TeamSpeak is fucking awful. <laughs> yeah, that that is garbage. Skype. Microsoft has already ran Skype into the dirt. What do you want us to start like going? I'm supposed to raid with the homies on Zoom. Oh, no. I'm supposed to raid with the homies on Google Teams. No, nah, no, that's it's Microsoft Teams. Micro- You're thinking of Google Hangout. Google Hangout. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, these, these are just suboptimal options to Discord. I do not want them to tarnish this golden software that we have I just and I know a lot of this is like probably sounding selfish because it's like console gamers don't really use discord and if they do it's not because xbox is bad or game chat is bad it's just because that's how good discord is like we use discord when we're not on discord like anytime i'm out and about and i'm bored i'll just be in discord like not even like physically but just like talking in the chat because like i said it's like your own personal chat room with all your friends it's like twitter but the only people there are all the people you like less toxic yeah and it's just man so what happens if they do sell what happens if they sell to Microsoft? Like, what's the immediate like thought? Discord powered by Microsoft. I already don't like that name. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, there's one con, uh, one pro I could see to it. Um, you know, it would be already installed on every Microsoft PC or every uh, you know, computer when uh you install Microsoft. That would be cool. You know, it, it could replace Skype, but I'm worried because uh, I just don't like like we said earlier, it, it's instead of fixing what they have, they just want to buy something new. Right. Um, I'm also worried that we're going to get um, so as like for Discord users, you already know that you log into your thing like you have a Discord login. Um, and that thing can sync up to your Steam. Uh, it can sync up to your Twitch. Um, it can sync up to a lot of things, honestly. Um, you know what I don't want to have to do? Sign in with Xbox some, Live. C- connect with Microsoft. Microsoft, yeah. Microsoft in itself is such a like bogus <laughs> like credential thing. Like it's so garbage because when I had it for my Android. Uh, I forgot it. So I had to go to my computer. Well, I forgot it. So I had to set it up again. So I had to go through all... There's so many flaming hoops I had to go through just to reset one password so I could access, like, a drive. It, it's just... Uh, Microsoft is not Microsoft is not good with running apps. I, like, I, like, got, I got a sentence that's going to fuck you up. <laughs> what's up? Discord exclusive to microsoft edge 
Ew, no. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're using Microsoft Edge? What are you doing? Download Chrome. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... I, like you just said, Microsoft is in the business of acquiring companies to basically cover up their own shortcomings. So... When it comes down to Discord, you've already you already have Microsoft Teams, which not as good as Zoom, and then you have Skype, which is not as good as Discord. You have Microsoft Edge, which isn't as good as Chrome or isn't as good as Firefox or isn't as good as Opera or whatever you want to use. It, it's like every single thing you have, maybe with the exception of Xbox Live because it's proprietary, and the only thing you can really compare it to is PlayStation, and those two are so different that, you know, it's it's apples to oranges. But everything else you have, yeah. there's a superior version. So if they acquired Discord, Discord would be the one thing that we just said. There's no alternative. This would be the one thing they purchased where it... They they are now the front runner. But I'll keep it a stag with you. I would be okay with Microsoft buying Discord if you just wanted to own it. Like, all you need to do is give them the funding to do what they were going to do anyway. Yeah. Like... You could even do something where if you're a Nitro member, it gives you it automatically will give you a game pass for the PC or something like that. If 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 that's as much involvement as they had in Discord, I'd be fine. But, but like, if, I know it's not going to be just that. Right. Like, I, I don't want a situation where it's like I start up Discord and the first thing that it's going to show me is like Xbox who's online on Xbox Live or it's going to ask me to sign in with my Xbox Live account or it's going to ask me to pay our next Xbox account or I don't want to know what's new on uh, Game Pass. I don't care. I didn't get on Discord to learn about Xbox. I got yeah. on Discord to talk to my friends and play games with them. I, I don't like my um, my uh, my Discord is intertwined with Twitch so, for example, when people start streaming, it'll say that they're streaming and their, you know, their icon will turn purple. That's cool. Yeah. I don't want it to be like such and such is playing such and such on Xbox. Like, you know. Yeah. Now, to be fair, fair, I don't think anyone. No, no, no. Let me let me let me go down the list. I think maybe one. Okay, I know for fa for a fact, one person in our Discord uh, owns an Xbox One. I am extremely confident no one in our Discord owns an Xbox Series X, but mm. everyone that owns an Xbox also owns a PC and plays pretty much, you know, exclusively on PC. So I'm I'm just not seeing. Like it, it'll just be another thing Microsoft has. I, I don't see the, I, I don't see what it would bring to the table. Yeah. But uh, is there anyone else besides Amazon you would be okay buying Discord? Not that I can think of. 
Like, I don't. I, Would you be okay with Google buying Discord? No. Why? No. Um, we don't need another situation where they put money into something they don't understand. Mm. Because again, why would Google need Discord when they have Google Hangouts? It's it's the same thing with Microsoft. It's instead of fixing what they have, they're trying to buy something else to replace it. Granted, Google integration would be a lot easier, but it, it, it's the same thing. I'm looking on Twitter right now, and you just said you don't want a company putting money into something they don't understand. Uh, people forget Microsoft was behind Mixer. Yeah. And we see how that went. Like they have the money to throw around, but do you have the actual like infrastructure to keep and nourish these things? You know, cause <laughs> you know, when, when Ninja and Shroud went over to Mixer, right? They got their bag. Yeah. Mixer tanked. What'd they do? And <laughs> they came back. They came right the fuck back to Twitch. If if Microsoft gets Discord and fucks it, we have nowhere else to go. I feel like I'm like I know I've said this like four times, but I really need the listeners. I really need you guys to understand how big of a deal this is. There is not another Discord out there. Unless someone's making it. Currently, there is not another Discord. Yeah. Someone on Twitch or Twitch, (laughs) someone on Twitter says if Discord sells to Microsoft, they basically break the one thing they built on Discord. And when you go to their website to download, uh, to download it for Windows, it says it's time to ditch Skype and TeamSpeak. All-in-one voice and text chat for gamers that's free, secure, and works both on your desktop and phone. Stop paying for TeamSpeak servers and hassling with Skype. Simplify your life. And if we just go down the line there, stop. uh, It's free. I guarantee you, with Microsoft, there will be some incentive to spend money. Secure? Look... (laughs) Google and Microsoft, they let information go like like fucking farts, bro. Like it, it might not be all the time. We might not always know about it, but it's happening. Mm-hmm. It works both on desktop and phone. Man, if we don't talk about things Microsoft doesn't fucking understand, they do not understand fucking phones. No. I ain't seen nobody with a fucking Windows phone since 2014. And that was a girl I went to high school with. And I remember asking her why the fuck she got a Windows phone. And she said, because it was a gift. So, I mean, I. Long story short, don't fucking sell Discord. Just fucking hold. Don't don't sell. Like, I, I, I don't know what you would need. Oh fuck! Somebody on Twitter said if uh, Discord sells to Microsoft, I'm going to Picto Chat. That's insane. Yo, <laughs> oh, that's fucking crazy. But yeah, that's a uh, long story short. Don't sell to fucking Microsoft. Just stand strong. But uh, in other news, in lighter news, 
The Game Boy Advance has turned 20 years old. It's old enough to drink. Almost. Chris, how does that make you feel? Um, It makes me long for the days where my mom was taking me on trips and it would get dark and I would be playing uh, Pokemon uh, on the road in the backseat and using the streetlights as the light. Um, uh, for all of our listeners, uh, just for you guys, let me uh, let me give you guys some ASMR. Let me. Uh... Here, here, you guys go. You gotta fucking love it. You gotta. F- <laughs> you gotta fucking love it. <laughs> like the Game Boy. I don't know about you, because I know you were a Sega kid. No, I had, I've had every, I've had a Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, Game Boy SP, all the way up to the Switch. Um, I had an NES, but it was my, I know I had an SNES, it was my uncle's, but otherwise, yeah, I was a Sega kid. So I had a Sega Genesis Dreamcast, and then I went to Sony. I, um, the Game Boy Advance was my first ever console that I owned. The first video game that I remember playing as far as back as I can remember was Super Mario Bros. Deluxe on the Game Boy Color. And a cousin of mine was visiting and she let me play it for a little bit and I've been hooked ever since. But um, the Game Boy Advance was my first ever console period. The uh, I had the clear the crystal uh, the crystal blue version. I remember, man, uh, shit man like i just got hit with all this information i remember all the games i had the first game i ever got was a harry potter game from thq i just randomly remembered that mm. i remember having fucking godzilla all out attack Yu-Gi-Oh! the sacred cards metroid prime or metroid fusion uh fucking what was the name of that ship game where you just like, the ship kept evolving it was like a bullet hell I don't fucking remember, but I had uh, shit, man. Pokemon Leaf Green, Pokemon Emerald, like it, the GBA. It probably had the shortest lifespan of all the Nintendo uh, handhelds, but I think it probably is the most important handheld in Nintendo's history, next to the DS. Because if you guys remember, the Game Boy SP was the first handhold console ever to have a backlight. Yeah. And like Chris said, I, I was a part of many of them road trips where the only light that you had was the light of the street lights as the car passed. But boy, when I was like seven and I got that SP upgrade, I got the red one. Man, the backlight was a game changer. You could play at night. Like, you could turn all the lights off in your room. Your parents think you asleep, but you really getting these fucking levels in on Pokemon Emerald. Man, it was a game changer. It, it was a fucking game changer. What uh, what was your favorite GBA game? Ooh, that's easy. Sonic Advance 3. Sonic Advance 3. Yeah, that had the tag team system. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. But yeah, uh, honestly, the Sonic Advance, like, line... Yeah, uh, was just my favorite. Um, yeah, hands down, that was my favorite. 
I I think for me, it, I feel like it'd be a super cop out to go with a Pokemon game. But uh, I, I'm gonna say Yu-Gi-Oh and the Sacred Cards was probably my favorite Game Boy Advance game. I man, it it was just it was a super weird game. I, I remember like uh, you know how Yu-Gi-Oh monsters have like types and uh, elements. Yeah, it, it played the game normally but it used the type advantage system of Pokemon kind of. So like if somebody had an eight, uh, a dark monster with 8,000 attack, mm-hmm. but you had a, a light monster with a hundred attack, the, the light monster would win. It, it was, it was so weird. It, it was so weird. And then it had like a uh, type advantage too. So it'd be like, if you had a zombie, fighting a fairy the fairy would always win it, it was su- it's a super weird game but i think i've played that game at least 80 times i'm also holding it in my hand right now <laughs> oh jeez. uh shout out to konami um man Yu-Gi-Oh and the sacred cards what a time man but uh where where do you think um where do you think Nintendo, uh, the Game Boy Advance ranks library wise among uh, all the other mm-hmm. Nintendo handhelds? Ooh, and, and, and we'll we'll make DS and 3DS two separate entities. Mm. I want to say that's going to be on its own level. Really? And here's why you go cop out like that? No, no. Hear me <laughs> out. Like even like even if we just go with the greats, right? You've got Pokemon Fire Red, Leaf Green. Uh, Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald. Already. Goats. Yeah. Um, you've got, for me, all three of the Sonic Advance games. Um, you had... Metroid Fusion. Uh, uh, Metroid Fusion. Oh my gosh. Um, Metroid Zero Mission. The, um, the Mega Man Zero series. The Mega Man Zero. The, Me- the Battle Network. Um, like... <laughs> When I tell you there were so Golden many Sun. games. <laughs> uh, shout out to Deuce. Yeah, shout out to <laughs> Deuce. <laughs> only, only dude we know playing Golden Sun. But like, you know, games that required link cables is like, because mm, mm, like, okay, with Mega Man, you, if you had uh, one person get like one version of the first game and then the other version of the first game, uh, you could link trade battle each other and then trade chips um that was pretty dope same thing with pokemon um with sonic advance you could uh play co-op with sonic advance 3 uh you could race um like (sighs) cherished memories and maybe it's just me putting on the nostalgia goggles like really tight oh no 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 because i i remember like when i was in elementary school uh i went to a private school but in the summer, they did daycare, and I didn't go every day. But sometimes, like, uh, my grandmother would be doing stuff, and my parents would have to work, so they would drop me off. And I remember, like, the only things that I would even take, because it was, it was so sick, because it was, like, school, but without the school part. It was just you and all your homies hanging out and doing, like, fun shit. I remember every time they would be like, hey, you're going to go to d- daycare tomorrow. I'm like sick. So all I had to do is grab my backpack. I grab my swim trunks. I grab my uh, deck of Yu-Gi-Oh cards, my Game Boy and my link cable. That's all I needed for the day to be happy. And yeah. I remember 
there were um uh back when we back before we knew how to play pokemon back before we knew things like uh version specific mons and shit like that I remember there would just be uh, people who genuinely found things out that we know today to be just common knowledge. Like if you trade a Haunter, it's going to evolve into a Gengar because that's how it works. And I'll never forget, like me and my friend Albert traded two Pokemon and he traded me a Haunter that turned into a Gengar. And I traded him a Kadabra that turned into an Alakazam. And we legitimately didn't know that would happen. And it's just shit like that felt great. You know, and uh, don't forget, we also had like the Castlevania games on the Game Boy. You got like classics like Yoshi's Island. Man, Yoshi's Island was man, man. <sighs> the GBA, like the GBA, has got a library. It I, really does. I mean, Final Fantasy through Final Fantasy Five was on the GBA, bruh. Yo, I played Spider Man on the on the Game Boy Advance. That shit was actually fun as fuck. Like the Game Boy had a fucking library, man. It it If we're talking about best library of Nintendo handholds uh handhelds, I feel like it's obviously going to be the DS. Yeah. I, I feel like the DS like cuz the first thing we going to check, right? Your Metroid games, your Pokemon games, your Zelda games, like the the your Mario games. Like the DS when it came to Mario games, first of all, the DS alone has Super Mario 64 DS, which is the superior version of that game. Uh that's all I gotta say. But well, you still get new Super Mario Bros, new Super Mario Bros. Deluxe, all that stuff. Mario Party on a handheld. Come on, bro. There was a I think there was a Mario Party Game Boy Advance game too. There could be. And then uh I remember there was um I don't know if you remember there was a, a port that you would screw onto the bottom of your GameCube and it would allow you to play Game Boy games on your TV. Oh, the Super Game Boy Advance. Yeah, bro. When I got that, it was a game changer. It was a game changer. I remember like I remember taking my Game Boy like to school and on the go and playing on it all day and then getting home, taking the cartridge out and throwing it in my uh, Super Game Boy on my GameCube and playing on the TV. It was so sick. It was the Switch before the Switch. Yeah, it it was so sick, bro. Like I, I can't even put into words how much the Game Boy Advance means to me personally, but like I'm, I'm just curious, man. Do you think we'll ever get like a a true, a true handheld console from Nintendo ever again? No, I really don't. I think we've I think we've entered an era, especially with Nintendo right now. I feel like we've entered this turning point where home consoles don't have to stay home. Yeah, and I I, I like where it's going. Um, I can't wait to see the hardware improve. So, we're I'm I'm excited, but no, I don't think we're I think I don't think we are. And I I think that's a good thing. Yeah, it it, it, it was definitely a product of the times. I I do miss the <laughs> I do miss the community of it though. We talk about this all yeah. the time, where it's like uh, the the Game Boy was sort of like the um the game board was sort of like the ds where when you were a kid 
and you were just with all your homies and you all had one nobody really had the same one like we always talk about how like with the switch like everybody's got the black and gray one or the black and blue and red one you know there's mm-hmm. not too many people that have like special edition ones and even if they do have special edition ones it's probably not too far off from the black and gray one but it's yeah. like the game boy advance coexisted with the gamecube and this was a time when nintendo was basically embracing the fact that they were colorful they were fun like the Game Boy Advance, you, you could get the crystal blue, the crystal purple, the, the atomic purple, the orange, the silver, the black, like the Pikachu yellow, like the special edition gold Zelda one. Like there were Game Boy Advances. And then the SP only took that even further, you know, and, and that we literally had that innovation and creativity all the way until we got to the Switch. So, yeah. you know, looking back on all of these like Game Boy designs, it really would be nice if especially like with the Switch and maybe it's too late for the Switch, but hopefully with the Switch Pro that we start seeing more of these because we already got the uh, the Mario edition one, you know, the all red joint. And now we yeah, get the Splatoon one with the we got, a, we got a Monster Hunter one coming out this Friday. Oh, true, true, true. Damn, that does come out Friday, huh? Yup. Um, yup. I shit out. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a 2022 game for me uh <laughs> but uh let's see how much time we got we got time for like we got like 15 minutes uh you you, you i'm gonna let you break down this dan avidan shit because uh I, I don't know what's going on but uh you i'm gonna let you wrap so as the story came out yesterday well uh, hold on but before you go yeah this is about Dan Avidan, a.k.a. Uh, Dan from Game Grumps. If you don't know who Game Grumps are, they are basically one of the YouTube OGs when it comes to Let's Play content. I think they're at like eight to eight to ten million subscribers right now. They do a bunch of different shit. They do music They you, you know, you could go type in Game Grumps compilation. It'll give you a tons of videos. Their content is yeah. fucking hilarious, and I am a fan. So go, go ahead, bro. So, um, yesterday it came out that, um, there's a story about, you know what? I'm not even going to paraphrase. I'm going to pull it up because I sent it. Um, yeah. So, uh, there's a Reddit story, uh, that came up. There was an accusation that Dan Avidan was grooming a child, um, into eventually having sex. Um, the story started out with a girl that was 17 and they were talking and then they had sex uh, later on, uh, when she was 22, um, and it was just a just a thing of people bashing on Dan Avidan for doing this because we've had a lot of issues with this in the gaming community as a whole. Um, and it was fans going after Game Grumps as an entity because they said that Aaron's let this slide for t- so long. Aaron lets things go. Um, and doesn't like solve anything. He just sits on his coattails and watches it because he can still keep making money off of it. And then today, it was false. It was 100% false. The found out the person that was doing it uh, admitted it was false. I, um, A similar situation happened with another uh, YouTuber that I frequent and enjoy their content, Pro Jared. Uh, I, I like him because he's also he covers a lot of uh, RPGs. 
there was a situation like him where these accusations came out from everywhere and he just kind of disappeared off the internet. And when you do that, people sort of just assume like, well, well, you know, guilty people don't run and hide. And, you know, six months later, he came back with piles upon piles of legal documents and affidavits proving his innocence. And now we see this situation with Dan and it's like, man, you know, he had to, he proved himself innocent. People have come out and, and you know, proven that this is fake. But no one's gonna apologize to him. Yeah, you know, and I. So, I, for anyone that before we go, I, I want to talk. I, I just looked it up because I wanted to know what the exact definition was. The Google yeah. definition of grooming is a method used by offenders that involves building trust with a child and the adult around a chi- uh, the adult around a child in effort to gain access to time alone with he or him or her or him, excuse me. In extreme cases, offender may use threats and physical force to sexually assault or abuse a child. Listen. I believe... I don't remember how old they said Dan was, but you said the girl was 17 when they started talking, right? Yeah. But nothing sexual happened until she was 22. Right. If he groomed her... As soon as she turned 18, he'd be over her. So here's the crazy thing. And I can, there's another part to that point. The girl was allegedly 17 and 11 months years old, meaning like probably a couple weeks, she was going to be 18. Right. So at that point, and even then the, the quote unquote sex didn't happen until she was 22. We were talking, me and Jamie were talking about this earlier when you groom someone, you don't groom them for a month. That, that's not how grooming works. Right. Uh, You're not going to establish someone's trust in a month. Yeah, that takes years. You've got to be able to like break them down over years to get them to be in that, that state of mind that you're the only person that they need in life. So it was already kind of like doomed from the start that this was kind of false. Um, But it's just like, and even then, it's like, even if he did quote unquote groom this girl, she turned 18. Right. At that point, she's an adult. Yeah. So if she did go after Dan, it's it's legal. No one used the R word either. This was consensual. Yeah. Like she, there was like clips or not clips, but I guess like uh, screenshots of her going, yeah, she's totally fine with whatever they were doing. So it's like, this was all consensual. And even then all this happened when she was 22 yeah like dan dan didn't do anything illegal he just kind of crossed a line that a lot of content creators try not to cross where it's don't get into romantic relationships or don't get into sexual encounters with your fans because it could spiral and into things that turn into things like this right and i I don't i don't know how i really feel about that because it's like this is purely hypothetical a because chris is married i'm in a very committed relationship and our podcast is nowhere near as big to ever put us in a predicament like this but just for just to put this uh scenario out there let's say that our podcast got so big that it cured covid and we can do tours again or we could do tours so let's say we go do a a panel at like uh what's the nearest convention to us uh pack south 
right? Let's say we go to Pack South and a woman comes up to me and says, hey, I really enjoy you guys' uh, content. I really enjoy your podcast. It would be so cool to hang out with you guys. And if this woman is like 17, she says, oh, my birthday is tomorrow. No. No. I don't care. No, no, no. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's th- those are the type of situations streamers try to streamers, content creators try to avoid because there have been many a time where, you know, also, if a woman tells you they're 17, they're probably 17. Like, there have been a lot of, you know, situations where a woman will tell you you're like, they're 18, and you're like, yeah. You got any like government identification to back that up? I'm gonna no, need like I uh, I don't want to put them on blast, but I'm gonna. Uh, Bro, you get a hold of a Game Boy Color and tell them, ask them what is this? Yeah, like like boot up fucking Yoshi's Island if they don't know what it is or too young. She's too young for you, bro. Yeah, but um, you know the whole point is, I had a friend who went to the mall with uh, another friend of mine. And he said to my other friend verbatim, I'm not going to leave the mall until I get one girl's number. So he finds a girl that was looking at him and they're both. Both of my friends are well over 18 at this point. Uh, actually, I won't say well over. I said one was like 19. The other was like 21. And uh, he was talking to this woman. Right. And basically right when he uh, asked for her number, uh, he asked how old she was. And the answer that she gave was 15. My Run. friend told me after he came up, he's like, dude, I was so upset. No 15 year old looked like that. And it's like that out here. Like you see a lot of these stories of people going to these conventions or these tournaments and, you know, there's alcohol involved, but there's also like minors around, you know, and it's like, yo, I was fucked up. This person said they were a fan and we, you know, one thing led to another. That's why some people just don't fuck with that shit in general. Yeah. They, they just don't like want to even put themselves in that situation. But it, it does make me feel good to know that this didn't actually go down the way that people said it did because I fucking love Game Grumps and I've already lost too many content creators that I like due to them being fucking assholes. Yeah, and we, you know, we talk about this all the time because this is just a situation um, that just kind of crops up too much, too many times to count. At what, like, bracket of money and fame and notoriety is it just okay yeah like i i am i am going to stick with my theory that once you reach a certain level of notoriety i i think somebody somewhere forces you to do something with a child to have that on you because it's kind of weird how like when you you could upset somebody and then like i i know you don't keep up with football uh, Deshaun Watson, for example, is the quarterback of the Houston Texans. He is a stand-up guy, does a ton for the community. He just doesn't want to play for the Texans anymore. He wants to be traded. As soon as it came out that he wanted to be traded, well, not as soon, but a couple of weeks after he came out, he wanted to be traded. All of a sudden, there's 16 allegations of sexual assault against masseuses against uh, Deshaun Watson. 
Am I supposed to think that it's just a coincidence that the lawyer that's representing all 16 of these women happen to be neighbors with the owner of the Houston Texans, who's probably not happy that Deshaun Watson wants to lead the team? That's weird. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, things like that. Like, you know, and again, we get in situations where people will use this type of stuff to take down a content creator because anytime it is about abuse, our natural reaction is to believe these, you know, would be abuser or would be abusee rather. And um, especially with abuse, like, you know, people who lie about that shit, nothing happens. Nothing happens to them. No. And yeah, it's, it's insane because I, man, like we, I feel like I have this conversation at least once a day, but it's just like, there comes to a point. No, I had this with, I had this conversation with Mo. That's what it was. Um, the idea that someone can say one thing and ruin that person's life and then lie about it, come out as false. And the person gets away scot-free and the life is still ruined. Like brand companies don't go, dude, we're so sorry. It, it, it's just, you know, that kind of an allegation doesn't look good on us. Right. No brand's going to come back. Like, because the, the bad thing is once the media labels you one thing, you're stuck with that label, even right. if it's false. Right. So it's, it's like you're a pariah. No one wants to deal with you anymore, See, even if it came out to be false. And the only thing you could do in that situation is like sue them for defamation of character. And even then, a lot of people look like you're just a salty bitch. But in certain situations, like think about it. If you're a big time content creator and you make all this money from your content, you had all these brands and, you know, sponsorships of people that were rocking with you. And now they not over allegations, like no proof just allegations and you lose them like you deserve to get paid like they have permanently damaged your name like anytime your name is googled there is a chance it's going to be like that shit and then that's fucked i know a lot of people who the the number one thing i do see people bring up and i'm gonna make this my last point I, I see a lot of people bring up the fact that like of all of the assault cases and you know r word cases that we see like I think they said 2% of them were false and I I don't like how that's kind of thrown around to kind of be like to to sort of insinuate that false accusations when it comes to women being abused doesn't happen right because like okay let's say only 2% of them happen you know I'm going to google this how many R words occur every year in US there's about 43,648 R words a year in the US if you don't know what R word is figure it out Uh, so let's do the math on this 433 uh, 648 minus 98% if 2% of those are false accusations, if only 2% of those are false accusations, that's still 8,673 people that were falsely accused. Yeah. Now, does this take away from the 98% that actually were affected? No. The people who abused them should be, you know, punished with the full extent of the law. But at the same time, 
false accusations happen. Here we are. Like there's this all started from a Reddit page called what Rant Grumps from people yeah. that just hate the game Grumps. Like I, it's a cold world we live in, man. It really is. So uh, the TLDR today's episode. Microsoft, keep your fucking hands off of Discord. The GBA was fucking tight. And, um, yeah, keep you, like, you know, if, if they're over 18, uh, do what you do. Just don't groom them. <laughs> you got anything else you want to say before we dip out? Married man. Um... You gotta, you gotta get out the podcast, get back to your wife, do married stuff with your wife. <laughs> you know what's funny? I was talking to my wife about this. Um, <laughs> no, so it, it 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 goes back to like this topic. Um, the reason I don't really ever want to get big in like video gaming is like that specifically. Um, like if I, you know, if I start streaming and I get a following cool awesome i'm gonna be grateful and i'm gonna be appreciative and i'm gonna keep doing it because it's something i enjoy doing um one thing i feel like i never really wanted to do was get really big in the smash scene and there's a part of me that wanted to and then like this last like three years it's been nothing but just garbage from the scene and you can't do anything about that like that's that is stuck to smash now yeah and there's no getting it off and i don't want to be a part of that so like there are tournaments I find out about all the time and I just go, I could go, I could win. I could make something of myself. I could, you know, record it and put it on. And then, uh, and then someone's going to fucking try and do something against me. And yeah. like, we're, we're, we're black. So like, it's already, we're already like, <laughs> yeah, at a, at a huge disadvantage. Yeah. You're already so, playing a hard mode. Yeah, so like if someone comes out with an R allegation um or a sexual assault allegation of any kind, even if my wife is like was there the whole time to be like, uh no, he didn't do any of that. Um <laughs> that happened in Arlington. We live in Dallas. That doesn't make sense. How did it happen? Like even if she was there to back me up the whole time, like I'm still going to get hit with something. I, I can't even I couldn't even sue for like defamation of character because I ain't got money like that. I mean, you only I mean, it depends on the case. Some lawyers will take the case if it's like a clear win. But like I've talked to my my girl about this. Like if we ever went to like a con and, you know, anything ever happened, like we have to like keep cameras in our room to like yeah. just just for room, you know, proof. You know, like we we need <laughs> Like we we just needed we we just needed alibi. Like we people are crazy out here, man. But before we get into it too deep, because we run it out of time, this is gonna be it for episode forty six of the In Game Grind podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, make sure you go check us out on Twitter. You can follow us at In Game Grind Pod. You can follow me on Twitter at JRPGs as J A Y R P G S. You can follow Chris at Zan Reaper. The Z A N R E A P R. You can uh, follow us if you see something on Twitter or anything that you think you want us to talk about. Uh, at us, and uh, we'll get to it. Uh, don't forget the podcast drops every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Central Time on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and anywhere else podcasts are available. 
If you guys are enjoying it, make sure you rate us five stars. Get us up that algorithm so we can keep reaching more people. But until next week, it's been a good one. Talk to you guys later. We're out. See ya.